than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman. Strange visitor from another planet who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can change the course of mighty rivers, bend steel in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way. Hello, and welcome to Here's Johnny's Reviews and a summer of Super Rose on with Superman 2. Coming out two years after the success of Superman and using footage from the original, directed by Richard Donner, uh, Superman 1 and 2 were filmed back to back, although due to the bad blood between Donner and the producers of the Sulkins, this meant Donner was fired and replaced by Richard Lester, who had to reshoot most of the movie as Richard Donner had filmed 75% of Superman 2, but in order to be called the director, Richard Lester had to reshoot chunks of the movie. This is why this movie's a bit of a basket case movie. Hmm. So, with its $54 million that pulled in $190 million, let's just jump into this one. Starring Christopher Reeve, Terence Stamp, Margot Kidder, Gene Hackman, Sarah Douglas, Jackie Cooper and Ned Beatty. Directed by Richard Lester. Or should that be Richard Donner? Hmm. The plot, the demons of jor past comes back to haunt his son, Superman, as three evil Kryptonians try to take over the world. Superman, however, has given up his powers to be in a relationship with Lois Lane. So, will he give up happiness to save mankind, or is the world doomed to kneel before Zod? And I'll quickly describe the format of the podcast, The Good, The Bad and The Ugly. The good being anything I find is good or great about said movie. The bad is anything I think is awful about said movie. And The Ugly is anything I find in bad taste or is just plain ugly. Now, usually I do good, bad, the ugly and go good, then a bad, then an ugly, but since I only have eight goods here, I'm going to change the format very slightly and fire off all my goods in one go, as my bads and uglies equal 50. So here we go. My first good, and believe me, I had to do this after 40 minutes of watching the movie, I had nothing on my goods pile, so these ones are stretched. My first good is at the height of the Cold War. It shows America and Russian astronauts working together. I'm not sure that would happen in reality, but here we have it. A second good, Lois Lane finally figures out Clark Kent is Superman after the Niagara Falls rescue. Another good, Terence Stamp hamming up as Zod, General Zod. He just does not give two shits and hams this thing up for all it's worth. With all the kneeling before Zod and all this malarkey. Another good, the glee in the eyes of the Kryptonians as they go on a rampage. Now, why is Superman and Supergirl the only two good Kryptonians? Any other time, they're absolute arseholes and will completely destroy the place. Why is Superman and Supergirl so good at little two-shoes? Hmm. Another good, the president, played by E.G. Marshall of Creepshow, National Boons Crucification. I've done that last Christmas, so check my archives. And Tom Knockers tries to stand up to Zod but ultimately fails and has to give over power to General Zod. Another good, Lois 
punches Ursa in the face in the Daily Planet office, unfortunately breaking her hand. And note, according to behind the scenes, Margot Kidder actually did punch Sarah Douglas and knocked her out cold on the first take. So it's interesting there, because apparently everybody hated the Sarah Douglas. She was a bit of a bitch on set. She hated Christopher Reeves and indeed Margot Kidder. So Margot had enough of her shit and punched her square in the face for real. Another good, and possibly my finest good, uh, final good rather, the people of Metropolis, much like the people of New York and Superman 2, Spider-Man 2 rather, stand up to Zod and company, but literally get blown away. And my final good, Lois punches Ursa down the bottomless pit, once Ursa's power has been taken from her. Although, is that actually a good? Hmm, I'll get back to that one later. On to the bads, and get you nice and fox it, folks, here we go. The bad number one bad. Ten minutes of titles plus catch up before the movie even starts. What is this Friday the 13th movie for crying out loud? Ten minutes of catch up? You've got to be shitting me. This movie is two hours and ten minutes long as it is for crying out loud padding much. Another bad. The effects look cheap, especially the opening and the flying effects. I mean in Superman 1 I believed a man could fly. In this one I believe green screen is possible. The effects are cheap. You see halo effects around most of the actors and it just looks like shit. Another bad, Lois Lane, played again by Margot Kitter, takes the stairs up the Eiffel Tower to get the scoop on the French terrorists who plan to blow up Paris with a H-bomb for reasons. Anyway, the point being, that is over 1700 steps and yet she beats them to the top of the bloody tower as they're planting their bomb. Really? I don't think so. And I may get more and more angry at this movie as it goes on, because this movie felt like a big waste of bloody time. Another bad, it takes Superman, played by again by Christopher Reeve, a good five minutes to fly to Paris from Metropolis, yet he could fly so fast he can turn back time in the previous movie. Okay then, another bad. The terrorist H-bomb just so happens to explode as the Phantom Zone Diamond is passing Earth, noticing General Zod's played by Terrence Stamp of Wall Street, Priscilla Queen of the Desert, Elytra, a movie I covered, check my archives, and Wanted. Also, Ursa, played by Sarah Douglas of V, Conan the Destroyer, and Return of the Livid Dead 3. And of course, Non, played by Jack O'Haran of Dragnet and King Kong 76. So, in the vastness of space, Superman launches this elevator with a nuclear bomb in it, into space and it just so happens to explode just as the Phantom Zone Diamond passes by Earth. Okay then. Another bad. Lex Luthor, played by Gene Hackman, who refused to shave his head for a role instead of wearing a skull cap, escapes from prison, first using a hologram and then a hot air balloon by which no one saw coming a mile off this huge ass silver fucking hot air balloon and nobody sees this thing coming. Also, the guards know Lex has escaped by using a hologram, yet don't press the alarm until 8 minutes later. Okay then. Oh my god, so bad. Another bad, Miss Tessmacher, played again by Valerie Perrine, turns bad after turning good, saving Superman from the kryptonite swimming pool drowning scene in the previous movie, not three weeks earlier. She moans to Superman that she can't find a good man, yet she turns evil again within a matter of minutes. Oh, for fuck's sake, this movie's terrible. This is supposed to be the best sequel ever made. My arse. 
another bad. Lex and Miss Tessmacher fight in a hot air balloon to the North Pole with no winter wear. He's wearing pyjama, uh, prison straight pyjamas, and she's wearing a bloody anorak. Yet they fly to the North Pole in a hot air balloon, the slowest mode of transport ever. And they don't even... F oh, moving on, this movie is bloody awful. Another bad... The Fortress of Solitude has no security and just spills its secrets to Lex Luthor, who plays with two crystals and BOOM! He knows everything about the body, Phantom Zone, Zod and the whole explosion of Krypton. Jesus Christ, soup, put some fucking security on it, please. Here we go, folks. Another bad. Lois risks her life at Niagara Falls to prove Clark Kent is Superman. She just dives into a pool of water and risks life and limb to prove he is Superman. What happens if he wasn't Superman and she was just going to fall off the edge of Niagara Falls and drown? This movie. Another bad. The humour in this movie is awful. I thought the jokes didn't start going wrong until Superman 3, but I was wrong. The jokes in this are piss poor such as Non not being able to use his superpowers correctly, and the whole slapstick stuff about the fight in Metropolis, but I'll get back to that later. Another bad, after the lens, Clark goes to prove he isn't Superman to Lewis by not risking her at Niagara Falls. The very next scene they're in, he falls into an open fire with no ill effects, therefore proving he's Superman. What the fuck was the point of the drowning scene, or the water scene rather, just to have him burning his hand on open fire and having no ill effects. Who wrote this crap? Jesus Christ. This movie is so bad. Um, where am I? Mm. Another bad? Sheriff Gigi Pepper, played by Clifton James from two Roger Moore movies, Eleven Let Die and A Man with a Golden Gun, is in this movie. Therefore, Superman is in the James Bond universe and vice versa. What in the actual... Oh. Another bad, Superman flies Lois straight to the Fortress of Solitude, and all she's wearing is a light little blue summer dress. What in the actual fuck? This is the North Pole, and she's wearing a skimpy little summer dress because it's supposed to be July. Really? Oh my god. Another bad. The superpowers are out of control in this movie, such as Zod's anti-gravity finger point and his heat vision that makes things come towards him, not to mention the forget-me super kiss, but more than that one later. Another bad, Superman leaves Lois all alone in the North Pole with no heat source to get food from her in Brazil. Really? There's no heat source and she's perfectly fine, which should be freezing to death? But God almighty... The logic in this movie is terrible. Another bad, the stunts as Zod takes on the army are A-team level bad as everybody walks away perfectly fine. I mean, there's a scene where a jeep plows into a building, flips in midair, and a guy lands on his head, but he walks away with just a little crank in his neck. Really? And said guy with the anti-gravity finger point gets pulled off the ground a good 80 feet and dropped on his face, and he's perfectly fine. Then there's the fire effects, in which the army is firing a flamethrower at Zod, and he just reverses it and sets them on fire, but they're perfectly fine. Who wrote this shit? My god. Another bad, Zod is running rampage in Small Town, USA. And what is Superman doing? He's whining and dining Lois Lane in the fucking 
Fortress of Solitude. This movie. Yet he can't hear all the shit. He's supposed to have super hearing and hear everybody at the same time, but he can't hear the destruction of these three Kryptonians. Oh my god. Another bad, and possibly the baddest of bads, Superman willingly gives up his superpowers just to have sex with Lois Lane. Really, movie? Superman gives up his entirety, his godhood, to have sex with one woman, who is Margot fucking Kidder, the brassy, bitchy, balls-to-the-wall, fucking chain-smoking... Oh, I don't know. Moving on, this movie is awful. Oh yes, another bad. One ass-beating and Clark runs back to get his powers back. Seriously, he takes one punch to the face and thrown over a table and that's him. Oh, I'm, I can't do this anymore. I have to get my powers back. I am weak and pathetic and useless. Oh my god, this movie. Another bad. How easy it is for Clark to get his powers back. After his mother says, this is a one-time deal, you will never get your powers back. He picks up one crystal and... BOOM! Instant powers back. At least in the Donner Cut, you see Jor-El handing his powers over to Clark somehow, but it still works. It does pick up a green crystal and BANG! He's got his powers back. Oh dear. Another bad. The fights between the supers are slow and boring and just drags on and on. It's a Mexican standoff. These people can't hurt each other. So why is this dragged on for a good 15-20 minutes? Another bad? The plastic S symbol that Superman throws at Non to hold him down. What in the fuck is that? Is that a kid's play tent thing? What in the name of God? Another bad and possibly my final bad, Lois and Superman kill Kryptonians. They straight up kill General Zod, Ursa and Non. Yet nothing is said about that, but more on that one later. And my final bad, and possibly the ultimate bad, the super kiss that wipes Lois Lane's memory of him being Superman slash Clark Kent. What is worse, flying so fast you reverse time, or a super kiss that takes away your memories? Okay then, and now on to my uglies, and this one is a doozy. Two folks, I'll get you nice and fox out. Ugly, number one, they cut Marlon Brando out as much as they possibly could from this opening movie, in fact from the movie full stop, because he was suing him for $55 million, due to the fact he was offered $4 million to do 12 days of work, I get not on a line of dialogue and he was promised a 16% of all the profits from Superman 1 and he was offered a chunk of money from 2, 3 and 4 yet they stiffed him on that money so he sued for 55 million and I think actually won so what did they do? They cut him out of it hmm. another ugly the Paris opening is just stupid with Lois Lane hanging on under a lift in the Eiffel Tower as the terrorists, oh by the way, spot Richard Griffins as one of the terrorists, planting a H-bomb in the middle of Paris, and yet nobody stops them. When you have snipers sitting around the place, you have cops looking at binoculars, watching them planting the bomb, yet not one fires and kills them. Really? This movie. <laughs> Another ugly, Clark Kent, causes a car crash and just walks off, and no one bats an eye as the 
taxi bounces off his ass and just walks off. There's a huge dent in a taxi and no one says, hey, he's Superman, he just walked away from this bloody accident. Another ugly, how Lex just leaves Otis, played once again by Ned Beatty, in jail to rot after he was too fat to escape the hot air balloon. Really? They just dumps the... Oh, God. Another ugly, how Zod, Ursa and Non mercilessly killed astronauts on the moon. One by ripping off a badge and he inflates and she drop kicks him off the fucking moon. Another one gets swung around by his air pipe. And finally, the other one gets crushed like a tin can in the moon lander. Another ugly. The honeymoon suite in the hotel beside Niagara Falls looks like Lovelace's wet dream came true. Pink everything, gold gilding, and just tacky, with a fucking chandelier hanging off the vibrating bed. Really, movie? Who the fuck did it? I mean, who designed this hotel room? Jesus criminies. If that was a real hotel room, the guy should have been fired on the spot. Tacky. Another ugly, the little bratty boy, messing around on a rail over Niagara Falls, even after being hit by his mother, falls to his certain death. Bad pirating, and hello, safety railings, much you try to say to me, Niagara Falls has no safety railings around this place. Jesus Christ. And also, that little boy, he dead. He falls for a good 20 seconds before Superman even realises he's falling. Yeah, he dead. Another ugly. The unescapable Phantom Zone can be escaped by a nuclear explosion in space. Hello? Isn't there like hundreds, if not thousands, of explosions in space? So much for this unescapable place. And I thought Supergirl's escape was unrealistic. By the way, check my archives for that one. Oh my god, I mean an explosion in space and it releases the three most notorious criminals in Kryptonian life ever? Jesus Christ, what the fuck, who wrote this crap? Another ugly, when Zod is doing his Christ walking on water shtick, you can see the plastic board just under the water. That is really bad editing. Another ugly... The portrayal of small town America rubes, i.e. they're all hillbillies and tobacco chewers. Really? Another ugly, how much of an idiot Non actually is. He's this big, dumb, silent idiot who can't do anything right. And Zod rolls his eyes constantly at Non's ridiculousness. What is the point of having him there? Even in Krypton, they say that General Zod was a merciless leader. Ursa only cared about Zod. And Non's just the muscle. Really? Why was the point of him? Oh dear, oh dear. Another ugly. The one-time deal from Superman's powers is easily reversed by one little crystal. Moving on. Another ugly. The effects as Superman loses his powers look cheap. It looks like they've got two wax models of Christopher Reeves and melted him down. The effects look god-awful and piss-poor. Another ugly, and possibly the lowest ugly, low blow ever. Lois, after having sex with Clark, doesn't like him anymore. Is he a two-hump chump then? Another ugly, Clark has no fighting skills at all, and gets his ass handed to him by one trucker. Even Lois takes a swipe at him and punches him a few times. I mean, Jesus Christ, she's got more spunk in her than he does. He is a bloody wimp. No fight whatsoever. Oh, Jesus Christ. 
Another ugly, Clark does his best Lonely Man impression from Incredible Hulk TV show, and he walks to the North Pole all alone, just wearing a light summer jacket, and his cuts and bruises do not heal, and this would have been impossible. He is a human being. He cannot walk from... I know, small town somewhere in Canada, I'm guessing, all the way up to the North Pole, all alone, with this light summer jacket. This movie's terrible. Another ugly, three days after Zod takes over the White House, does Lick show up to throw Superman under the bus and instantly tell him where Superman lives, who his girlfriend is, and all his weaknesses. Really, movie? Uh, what was the point of having Lex in this movie, actually? Wasn't Zod and Ursa perfectly acceptable bad guys, why the hell was Lex Luthor shoehorn into this bloody movie? Let me see what I mean. Another ugly, during the fight with Zod in Metropolis, Superman gets drywall dust in his eyes and actually hurt him. Really? He's the Superman, the man of steel, and ultimately dust hurts his eyes? Okay then. Another ugly, the product placement during the super fight is out of control. KFC, Coca-Cola, Marlboro, cigarette brand, and I think Lipton Ice Tea. But most notably is the Coke symbol, which Zod's run into, and KFC, which is unsubtly put throughout the entire fight. Out of control. Another ugly. Superman doesn't take the fight out of the city to, like, oh, I don't know, say a desert. No, 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 no. They have the fight in Metropolis and Man of Steel gets shit for that when Zod and Superman was attacking each other and taking apart the destruction porn, but more on that one later. Another ugly. Nearly four minutes, four full minutes, rather, of Zod and company blowing people away with their super breath as all the slapstick ensues, such as a guy on roller skates getting blown backwards, KFC food flying over the place, a man's wig flies off, a woman's weave flies off, and some guy has an umbrella trying to face against the wind. What in the actual fuck? The slapstick is ridiculous and completely unnecessary. Another ugly, the effects used for the multiple Superman looks cheap. Also, how did they know how to do this? He drops a line but he said he'd done this when he was on Krypton when he was in school, but he was a little baby, maybe three months old when he left Krypton and was three when he landed on Earth. Therefore, who taught him how to do multiple versions of himself? Hmm? Hmm. Okay then. Another ugly is how quickly Lex turns on Superman, even after Zod tries to kill him multiple times. In fact, Lex is actually cheating on Superman during the fucking fight between Superman and the three Super Kryptonians, yet he turned on Superman just like that. Another ugly, Superman straight up kills General Zod by throwing him down a bottomless pit. And yet, Man of Steel gets shit for Superman snapping Zod's neck. But again, more on Man of Steel when I get round to it in September. Another ugly, Superman leaves Lex Luthor all alone in the North Pole to die, I'm guessing, because it's bloody freezing cold and all he's wearing is a cheap summer suit. Mind you, Lois can survive, so maybe he can survive also. Plus, Clark himself can walk there when he's human, but moving on. And my final ugly, and this is possibly the ugliest of ugly, Clark takes revenge on the guy, the trucker guy, that beat him up, knowing he full well he had his superpowers back, and breaks the guy's hand, and throws him into a jukebox. Was that really called for Superman? Come on, really? 
So, that was Superman 2. Is this the greatest movie sequel? Right up there with Terminator 2 and Aliens? No! This movie is a chore to get through. It's fucking far too padded for its own good, with long stretches of boring nothingness. I thought Superman 3 and 4 was the start of the super downfall. I was wrong, it is right here. This is half as good as Superman 78, so I'm going to give it half the score. 3 out of 10. Still, come back next week for my look at Superman 3 and the rest of the month, indeed September, for the rest of the franchise, including Man of Steel, Justice League and Batman v Superman. October is House Halloween, my look at the House franchise. November is No Scare November, my look at the scary movie movies. And December is Festive Fear 2, including Krampus and Child's Play. Now, don't forget to share, like, comment and subscribe. Also, follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod and email me with suggestions to Here's Johnny's Reviews at gmail.com. Check out my other franchise podcasts of Iron Man, Captain America, Blade and many, many more. Also, my solo podcast of Batman and Robin, Catwoman and Supergirl. A bye. Now, up, up and away to sleep. This movie is a bloody bore. A tatty bye. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman. Strange visitor from another planet who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman who can change the course of mighty rivers, bend steel in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way.